Welcome back to Shattered Glass, a collection of stories about my family's experiences before, during, and after the Holocaust. Last episode, we ended with Leon and Bella both separately heading south in the Soviet Union, and then Bella had a dream about Leon. Now remember, there's a belief in my family that Bella, my grandmother, was connected to the other side and that often her dreams carried meaning. If I had to use one word to describe what happened next, it would be beshertz, a Yiddish word meaning destiny or meant to be. A day or two after Bella dreamt of Leon, she was on a train, pulling into the station of a small town in the south of the Soviet Union. She happened to see Leon, who she dated before the Nazis' invasion of Poland, standing in a line at the train station. She calls out to him. Leon, Leon, Leon! And, you know, the music comes up and they meet and hug and all that stuff. And the rest, as they say, is history. Following their reunion at the train station, Bella and Leon lived in Uzbekistan for the remainder of the war. Here's George. They spoke very warmly of the Uzbeks, who they said were really, really nice people, took them into their homes and fed them and housed them and only positive things. Bella and Leon got married in October of 1944. Here's Sai. They would have gotten married sooner, but when they went to the town hall, there was no ink. It was just that simple. <laughs> so you couldn't get married without a certificate, and you needed the ink to, in order to have a certificate. Sai told me that his father made a small living rather cleverly. The town they lived in was near the Caspian Sea. Leon would gather the deposits of salt that collected along the shore and then bring them to town to sell them. Leon and Bella were living a somewhat idyllic life compared to others during the war. They even had a pet dog. Here's Sai again. They seemed to have a happy time living together. There was not a real shortage of food, uh, though there was food was tight and other resources were tight, but they had like a, somehow a little cottage somehow that they lived in. And they were very happy together. And my mother became pregnant with me in that period of time. It wasn't exactly a honeymoon, but it was okay. George and Sai shared a few stories that their parents had told them about their time in Uzbekistan. One day, Leon and Bella went to the house of someone they knew. And it smelled really good. They couldn't say, well, what are you cooking? Turned out that these people had caught a turtle somehow. And um, they cooked the turtle. I guess turtles kind of taste a little bit like chicken. I have no idea. But they, but they, and even though that was not kosher, <laughs> they all had a great meal. George told me that the Uzbeks dealt with the ridiculously warm temperatures in the summertime by drinking hot tea. While Leon and Bella lived there, they learned that that was the best way to stay cool in the hot weather. As the war came to an end and the Russians made advances west, Leon and Bella decided to go back to Wuj to see what had happened to their hometown. So, they traveled to Poland through Moscow, while Bella was pregnant with Sai. Here's Sai on their return to Wuj. 
when they got to my mother's parents' building, their apartment building, on the bells downstairs, my grandparents' names were still on the um, by the button of their apartment, though they had vanished, of course. And then Poles were uh, living in their apartment. And in 1947 or so, there was a second program, so to speak, in that um, the surviving Jews came back. And at that point, the Poles had their apartments, their businesses, their houses, whatever. And basically, the Poles went on a, a killing spree and began killing the surviving Jews that came back to Poland. George put it a bit more succinctly. The people who lived there, who had taken their property and taken their homes, basically said, oh shit, they didn't kill you too? GTFO. The Jewish American organization, Hyas, which was founded to help Jewish refugees escape persecution, got Leon and Bella out of Poland and into Germany. They were settled in Bergen-Belsen, where Sai was born. Bergen-Belsen is known for two reasons. One is, the Americans liberated Bergen-Belsen, and a lot of the newsreels that you see of the death camp were Bergen-Belsen. And it's also well known because that's where Anne Frank died. What was once a Nazi death camp became a dispossessed persons camp for the surviving Jews after the war came to an end, and the death camps were liberated. Leon became a cop while they lived in Bergen-Belsen. Germans were not allowed in these Jewish compounds, so they had to be somewhat self-sufficient. Sai, Leon, Bella, and Leon's brother Saul, who they had somehow reconnected with, were pretty much stuck in the dispossessed persons camp. Until President Truman allowed Jews to enter the U.S. starting in 1948. In 1949, the man I know was Uncle Zygmunt. I completely have forgotten the connection to him, but he was a distant cousin or uncle of some kind. Signed a document saying that if the United States government would let my parents in, he would vouch for them and be financially and personally responsible for them so they would not be wards of the state. Here's Sai's recollection of their arrival to the U.S. We came across on a boat named General Bigelow. My my mother was called the Bigelow, but I think it's General Bigelow (laughs) to the U.S. and landed in September. I think it's September 11th, 1949. And then we lived uh, with our relatives for about two or three weeks. When Sai, Leon, and Bella arrived in the U.S., Leon and Bella decided to change their last name from Leon's family name, Zahariush, to Zachar. Zahariush was a somewhat common name for both Jewish and non-Jewish Poles. My grandparents changed their last name because they were told that Americans had short names. George remembers the address of the East Village apartment his parents and brother stayed in for those first couple of weeks. It was 234 East 6th Street. He remembers it, because when Leon drove him to his first apartment after he graduated college, they arrived at 236 East 6th Street. Bella and Leon were stunned by the coincidence. It was 28 years after they had arrived in the U.S., and they had only moved a few doors down. 
After staying on 6th Street for a couple of weeks, they moved to Williamsburg. Here's Sai. A relative of a relative who lived in Brooklyn, Williamsburg, on Bartlett Street, uh, was a widow and took in boarders. And we moved in with her. And then an apartment across the street became available at 53 Bartlett Street. And that's how we wound up living there. As George put it, they moved to the neighborhood. Way before Williamsburg was cool. It was basically, I don't want to say it was a slum, but it was a working class neighborhood. George, my dad, was born on October 16, 1955. And George and Sai's parents decided they did not want to raise their two children in Williamsburg. So Leon got connected to Samuel Leibowitz. Mr. Leibowitz was an Orthodox Jew. And he offered to put my dad in touch with a rent-controlled apartment if my dad would agree to join the synagogue, his synagogue. Um, and my dad said yes. So in addition to agreeing to join the synagogue and attend, um, he, also, he also had to bribe the super to get us into the building. That, that's how things operated then. And it's known as a shmir, which is kind of a Yiddish slang or Russian slang word. You shmir, you, sh you shmir the guy's palm. Now, you might remember that Leon grew up Orthodox, and that he hated it. Here's George. So it was a big sacrifice for him to join the synagogue, but it was worth it. You know, the trade was he got to get out of the slummy neighborhood into a nice neighborhood. Uh, but he did not in any way try to impose or seek to impose uh, an Orthodox lifestyle on our family. And that's how George, Sai, Bella, and Leon ended up at 1641 Ocean Avenue in Midwood, Brooklyn. Thank you for listening to Shattered Glass. This series is researched, interviewed, narrated, and produced by me, Sam Zacker. The music is Taudella from Blue Dot Studios.